0: Hello everyone and welcome along to Championship Drill. Uh, Sorry it's been a while, joined here with Phil. Uh, Completely my fault, I got very very sick over Christmas with some sort of a viral infection and literally if we were to do episodes while I was sick it would have been probably 10 minutes of talking and 40 minutes of coughing Uh, because I had a ferocious cough for the last month or so. So apologies for that, that's why we haven't been with you. Um, Purely down to me being sick. Uh, For no other reason, but we are back today to look back on the weekend's results, talk a little bit about the news, look ahead to next weekend and talk a bit about the Championship as always. So, Phil, you've been keeping busy watching the matches anyway while we've been away?
1: Yeah, um, it's good to be back. Uh, It was a long, long time with the World Cup, but now everything's back in flow. And everyone's back their um playing week in, week out, which helps a lot. Yeah. Um, couple of very very odd results this weekend.
0: There was a few strange results at the weekend yeah. and a few important important results for certain teams as well that we'll get to. Um I suppose the big news in the last couple of days has been um Cardiff City. Yeah. and um, poor results at the weekend that we'll get to when we do the roundup of games. Yeah. Uh, sacked the manager, Hudson, second manager they've sacked this season. Yeah. They're now looking for their third manager of the season. They're turning into Watford
1: <laughs>
0: um, club. Like legend of the club, Robert Earnshaw was saying, they must look now to a long term appointment.
1: Well, uh, following the sacking of Mark Hudson, they were trying to get Neil Warnock. I heard the other day. So that's <laughs> yeah.
0: And Earnshaw was talking about that. He was saying, look, Warnock seventy four. Yeah. Can you really bring him in for six months? You know, and then try and get somebody. I honestly would disagree with Earnshaw. I understand what he's saying. Yeah. That you need to be building the club. Yeah. Um, and I don't think he was a fan of Hudson being sacked. because Yeah, just
1: got. To they, do need, they do need to stay up though as well at the same time.
0: Yeah, so I think if you can get someone like Warnock, who we all know very good in this division, always has been. Yeah. If if he still has the appetite for it, uh, like you said, 74 now. But if you can get someone like him in, until the end of the season, just to keep the club up, with the understanding that, like, even if you come in and win every single game, we're not keeping you on <laughs> yeah, exactly. next season. You know so that's what
1: I'm, that's what happened last year with Mike McCarthy.
0: Um yeah, so you've got to you've got to watch out for those kind of things, and then maybe make that long term appointment. But if you make a long term appointment like he wants, you have to stick with him. Yeah, even one. even if the club finishes eighteenth or nineteenth in the table, twentieth in the table, you have to stick with it. If you appoint someone who you were like, this is going to be our guy for the next five six years, yeah. you have to stick with them. Yeah, you yeah, cannot man. be sacking a guy after three months because results aren't going your way. Uh, and yeah. if you appoint someone for the long term, you have to stick with them long term. And I think it's uh, I think Cardiff are in real trouble with the way they're going through managers this season and the way they're playing.
1: Oh, very, very poor, really poor. Um, sure, so like what are they?
0: they They're three points above the relegation zone. Yeah, they have a one game? Have a game. They
1: have in, a in like
0: seven, eight games is longer. Uh, nine matches since yeah. the last one. Yeah. So yeah. Um, nine matches since the last one. If Huddersfield win their game in hand, Cardiff would be in the bottom three. Yeah. Um, and it's not yeah. easy to get out of the bottom three. Yeah. As we know. And they've also, you know, they spent money. They brought players in. Not worked out for them. They've gone through so many managers in the last couple of seasons, Yeah. and that it's getting ridiculous.
1: Yeah, it's a Watford situation now. Uh, it is.
0: It, it they are turning into Watford. I mean, they've had more managers than Watford this season. <laughs> um, or they will have by the time they appoint the next guy. Uh, yeah, and that's saying something. You you've got long odds and that at the start of the season, I'd say.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. And um, so, yeah, I don't know what the answer is. What do you think? Do you think a short term appointment and then go long term? Or or do you think like uh what Earnshaw says they should look for somebody now?
1: Yeah, no, they need they need to get just ships they need to stay up. Um yeah. Neil Warnock will definitely grind results. Yeah. But I don't know. It's a very tricky one because he's been there how many times would this be? It was just the third time?
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Some very tricky like.
0: It is tricky. The one thing I will say is and, and I remember me and you were talking to Mick McCarthy a few years back. Yeah. Um when Mick McCarthy leaves the club, they tend to go downhill. Yeah. It happened with Wolves. It, it it's happened. Yeah, it happened to Wolves, happened hand. to Ipswich, happened to Middlewall. Yeah. Um and now it's happened to Cardiff City. Yeah. Um you know, Mick McCarthy knows there. this division very well.
1: Yeah.
0: And sometimes things won't go right for him. For a time, for a couple of months, but you've got to stick with the guy. I mean, he he knows what he's doing in this division. Now he's not going to go back to Cardiff after the way they treated him.
1: No, no. Um, no.
0: But Neil Warnock might, um, like you said, till the end of the season. Because, like you said, first and foremost, I understand Earnshaw is looking into the long term, and we need a manager that the board are going to back. That they're going to say, look, even if we have a terrible season next year, you're still our guy for the next five years. If you look um, if you, you look know, at we're what, gonna let you build with the young team, we're gonna let you bring in some players, all that kind of stuff. If you look
1: but, at West West Brom, they're the yeah. perfect they're the perfect example of you bring in a young manager, he it could really work.
0: Yeah, um, and I I think that's what they want, but Cardiff are in a different situation in that they have to stay in this division. Yeah, no totally and at the moment that's in doubt. Like yeah. we said, they haven't won in nine. They're not playing well. They haven't played well all season. They're just above the relegation zone.
1: And they brought in too many faces as well. Uh, it's tricky. It's it's it, it, it's a yeah. mess. And situation. a new manager
0: comes in now. Are they going to want somebody before the window closes? Probably.
1: They will need um, two players. They definitely need a forward. Um, yeah. Could we I mean, see? They're, they're, could we see the return of um that Welsh lad that left for Bournemouth?
0: Oh, maybe, maybe.
1: Um. Because he's not getting games at Bournemouth, mm-hmm. so
0: um, it's it's a tricky one, and it's it's a tough time for Cardiff City fans. Um, who you know get in touch with us, Cardiff City fans out there. But the championship, what the, your thoughts are? Just speaking on, uh, of managers, the manager's
1: situation. situation. Just speaking of managers, um, Championship has had so many this season. Um, this yeah. this, turn, this turn of year, we in the last three four months. We've had like 5-6 tw- <laughs> managers change. Um, yeah. Norwich just got a new manager. Yeah. Um, West Brom, yeah. obviously.
0: Yeah. West Brom's got a new manager. Obviously, Middlesbrough got a new manager.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, QPR. I mean, there's, there's been a lot of looting. Oh, it's crazy. Um, there's been a lot of changes. Um, And to be fair, all those teams we named all going well in the championship. The only ones that aren't are Cardiff. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So, again, that's going to be a tricky one. Um for us. So that that's kind of the big news, I suppose, is the Hudson getting sacked from Cardiff last few days. Like you said, Veghorse gone on loan to United from Burnley, but he was out on loan anyway. Yeah. Um Sheffield United have been complaining. Uh the boss uh Bottom, has been complaining about the new training oh, wow. pitch not being open yet. Yeah. And that they're training on a terrible pitch and the weather isn't helping. Um and it's it's affecting them preparing for matches.
1: And what if the pitch is rock hard? I can only imagine how mentally that would destroy you because you, you, you're you going to get injured. Um,
0: yeah. So yes, that's something they need to sort out because if we look at the table, to be fair, we talked about this ourselves the other day. Um, after Blackburn's result especially, hmm. um, it, it's very hard to look beyond the current top two in terms of who's going up.
1: Yeah, automatically, yes. Um,
0: yeah. I think Burnley, Sheffield United, almost guaranteed to be the teams that go up. Yeah. I mean, it's not just the points difference. You look at their goal difference. They're the two best teams in the division yeah. this year by a mile. Yeah. Um, like Blackburn are fifth with a minus four goal difference.
1: Yeah. So, like, yeah, if you look um, as well, that, look at the table. Then you can actually go all the way down as far as Hull. Um. Yeah. For, for playoffs.
0: You could. I mean, Hull or what they're five off the playoffs. They're seven off the playoffs. Uh, Something seven, like that.
1: yeah.
0: And, and, you know, plenty of games to go. There's still 26 games to go or whatever it is. Yeah, Not exactly. 26, sorry, 16 games to go. Yeah, so there's a very
1: tight lock. Like. It's very, it very tight. It is
0: still very, very tight. It's tight at the top. It's tight near the bottom. But those top two are just... There's that 11-point gap between Watford and Sheffield United.
1: Yeah, it's too much. You
0: know, And you're talking about a 16-point gap to Burnley.
1: Yeah, that's like four you games, know, five games.
0: It is. I mean, if you're talking about an eleven point gap, you're realistically saying Sheffield United are going to lose four more games than you yeah. for the rest of the season.
1: That's not going to happen.
0: Like, especially, especially because... second, Middleborough finish second. They could, but they're going to have to win eleven yeah. of those last sixteen games. You'd say yeah. it's yeah, not, they're more. not
1: They're not good enough for that.
0: You know, probably realistically, they need to win twelve or thirteen of those sixteen games. Yeah, yeah. because you know, Sheffield United are certainly capable of winning 10 of those last 16 games Yeah,
1: without a doubt, yeah
0: so, uh, yeah Uh, Bristol City, talking about their finances uh, are at a more sensible level, after they've kind of spent all over the place for a few years without doing really anything Mm. Um, and Coventry uh, have said, look, they don't have lots of cash despite the takeover Um, but they're not panicking over squad debt, and to be fair Coventry are Quietly, again, having a decent season.
1: Yeah. Uh, just Yeah, just kind of... Keep... I suppose the manager, again, there now, he's a very, very good manager. Um, He's yeah. done very good with them. Uh, after the horrible start, they've kind of levelled off a bit now, which is great. Um, they have.
0: I mean, Coventry were in the relegation zone for a long time without yeah, the games very good. in hand. But they started winning those games in hand, which was... You know, what Rotherham didn't do a few seasons ago when they had so many games in hand. Yeah. Although it was getting a bit ridiculous for Rotherham that season because of all the games that they had in hand at one stage and they just weren't winning the games in hand and that was the issue. So Yeah, yeah. Um, So that's it about news. I mean, there's other bits of news, transfer news and that kind of thing, but we'll do that kind of closer to the end of the window Um, and yeah. run through that and we'll talk a little bit about teams that are kind of struggling as we go through the results and kind of what they need. Um, I suppose running through the weekend's results, the big shock came in the the earliest game of the weekend, uh, Rotherham United and Blackburn Rovers. Uh, <laughs> Blackburn had been going pretty well, must be said. Rotherham had been going the opposite direction slightly. But I, I think, picked it up a bit lately.
1: Yeah, uh, um, I don't I think, think
0: anyone saw four nil win coming.
1: I think they hate half twelve kickoffs, Blackburn. I think this it seems second, to be. This is the second time in about three weeks they've lost by four goals.
0: Yeah. And I mean question marks about the goalkeeper in some ways. He faced yeah. four shots, he let them all in. Yeah. Um
1: like didn't, it didn't help that they scored within the first few seconds.
0: No. Um, <laughs> I mean you're scoring goals direct from corners.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean that should never happen in football. No, no,
1: no. If you look at if you look at the possession of the game, Blackboard had almost eighty percent of the play and lost four 0
0: Yeah, I mean it's crazy. And had almost as many shots on target. Yeah. If they had more shots in the game yeah. and only one less on target, and you lose 4 0, it's um, you know, it's crazy. Yeah,
1: and Diaz is um, not performing for whatever, not performing,
0: was, but they uh, learned from this going very well. They have one of the youngest squads in the league, Blackburn. Yeah, and Thomason has done pretty well since he came in. I mean, you know, they're having a good season.
1: It's that kind of thing where you get a good few wins, but these results are always there that they could they are
0: out. there for them. And the danger is they're now only three points. Above Norwich. Yeah. So, and, you know, above Millwall, and then you've got, like, Luton and Sunderland, teams like that that are kind of on their heels now as well. So they're not guaranteed they're going to make the playoffs. They're going to have to fight for that. And like I said, their goal difference is way worse than anyone they're around.
1: And as well, Norwich, now with their new manager, look, look, considering, well, we won't know for a few weeks, but from this weekend. Yeah. They they could be back on track.
0: They Uh, could be. They
1: could be. Um... Because, like, it was happening yeah, absolutely for West Brom and now it could happen for Norwich as well. It so... could
0: do, it could do. I mean, Norwich are one of those teams that you never know what's going to happen. One of the favorites to go back up, probably, you know, with Burnley, the favorites to go back up at the start of the season.
1: Yeah, they've
0: just done it so many times. Yeah, um, but now we have, um, you know, wondering what'll happen with them. So we might as well talk about their games. We're on them, Um. the other four nil win of the weekend. Against the Preston side that were pretty terrible. Yeah, it's a strange one because um, they are going so well. They really were going they well. They are going so well, but they are Preston. So, yeah. you know, they have these kind of games in them. Chet Evans, um, you know, signed a new deal with them. So, yeah. as we're talking about Norwich, um, the other 4-0 victory this weekend uh, against Preston. a um, Bit of a surprise, I suppose, in terms of the scoreline.
1: Yeah, because Preston were going well, um, did a good few wins recently. Uh, they did. But, but uh, again, new manager, new, new, new uh, sense of belief, I suppose.
0: Yeah, um, uh, I suppose for Preston, Chet Evans signed a new deal. Yeah. Um, they're probably going to sign another 17 forwards in the window. Because <laughs> um, that seems to be all Preston signed, their forwards. Yeah, it's a weird uh, one. But they were hammered in this match. Yeah, they it wasn't like day. you said in the Blackburn game where Blackburn will probably wonder how did we lose this one four 0 with all the possession and chances we had as well. Yeah. I mean, this was four 0 Could have been ten yeah, nil.
1: They had over twenty five shots. I think on goal.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was crazy. Adamida, who we know obviously um, from Ireland, had a had a very, didn't score, but had a very very good day. Um, Hookie yeah. had a good day. Hookie yeah. has hit form, hasn't he? Yeah. And when he hits farm, they're dangerous. Yeah. Because he goes on these runs of goals. Yeah. Um uh, Aaron's had a good game, a couple of assists for him. Hooky with the two goals and the assist. Yeah. Um again, a couple of early goals. Like, I mean, 3 0 after 28 minutes.
1: <laughs> yes. Game's yeah. pretty much over. Yeah.
0: You know, um Yeah, like I said Preston were going well, but now they're back in thirteenth. Yeah. But like I said, it's so tight that's still only four points off playoffs
1: two wins and they're back in there again.
0: That that's all it takes, but <laughs> they're just so inconsistent.
1: Well I know as well like after this weekend there's another break for FA Cup, so then there'll be it's almost like an international break. Yeah. Um but it's a tough one.
0: It is a tricky one. It is a tricky one. Um to to to, to figure out why Preston are the way they are. But we've talked about them before that it, it's eventually they're gonna have to really either decide like are we just going to stay a championship team forever or are we going to try and push to get into the premier league and if they're going yeah. to try push to get in the premier league they need to start signing better players yeah. than the players they're signing
1: yeah
0: and um, because when they come up against a team like norwich who have very good players on their day they, they show the difference in quality between preston and uh, and norwich between preston those teams that are really fighting at the minute Um, and it was obvious I mean they were just played off the park
1: yeah exactly
0: Uh, another game we don't need to talk about too much two teams that aren't going very well anywhere Birmingham who got the other four goals this weekend Um, big win for them though
1: Bristol City yeah
0: Um, big win for them over Bristol City because it helps you know just push them that little bit further away from the relegation zone
1: yeah, Bristol City as well. Now we're, They're another team that are super young and we were only talking earlier about it.
0: They are and they're super a team working. that I think they'll be okay. They pick up enough wins that they should stay clear of relegation. Yeah. Likewise with Birmingham. But um, you because... never know never say never in this one. Like you said, Preston with two wins could end up going back up to the playoffs. A couple of defeats in a row for either Bristol City or Birmingham and they're right back in that relegation fight this again.
1: Is, this is Bristol City's first obviously because we had the World Cup and everything. Well, yeah. You can't really judge it, but this is their first win at home in four months.
0: Yeah, I know. It's been it's been a while. I mean, to be fair, they only took a month off for the World Cup. So yeah. um it's it's been a while. Yeah. Um it's but, good. Yeah, I
1: actually like Nigel Pearson, so I like to see him do well. Um
0: yeah, and big win nice. for Bristol City, like I said, yeah. Birmingham with the defeat. It it just climbs them, like we said, that little bit ahead. Um, I think they're Birmingham won for two. I meant Bristol City, of course. But
1: Burn, um, Birmingham are very similar to Preston, who they were doing very well. And now yeah. they're the like nose-dived.
0: Yeah. Something, something both, happened. yeah. I mean, both these teams, like we said, they've they've got to start getting wins. Not every week, but I mean they've got to pick up enough wins between now and the end of the season to keep them up because you know they're they're what they're six points above the relegation zone. Yeah. That could be, like, if Huddersfield were to win their game in hand, yeah, which I think is probably against Coventry, because everyone's game in hand to be against Coventry. <laughs> um, but if they were to win that, then 29 becomes the bottom three, and suddenly Birmingham Bristol City are only three points yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, off I know. that relegation zone. That's and, um, you know, Preston would only be eight points from relegation, not that they're going to be relegated, but that's how tight it is at the moment. They're four points from the playoffs, there could be eight points from relegation, yeah. um, which isn't going to happen. Obviously, eight points is enough of the gap. Really, when you know they're not going to go on a massive losing spree. Although there's precedent, so you never know. <laughs> um, yeah, like I said, you know, big big win for Bristol City because had they not won there, they'd have been right down there in the bottom still, and and yeah. uh, who knows? Nigel Pearson might have quit football forever, <laughs> as he's threatened to do. <laughs>
1: um,
0: team on top, Burnley. Got a bit lucky against Coventry in the end. Yeah,
1: yeah they really did. Um, a draw is probably a fair result, to be honest.
0: Yeah, I think a draw is a fair result, and I I can even see um, a lot of Burnley fans online that were at the game talking about how you know Coventry can feel hard done by here. Yeah, and um, Coventry didn't have a shot in target, but they did have you know they created openings. The finishing they finishing good Defensively,
1: there. defensively they played well. In the, yeah,
0: uh... the openings they got, they didn't make the best of them. Uh, and it I suppose happens. for the goal, it's, it's going to be a disappointing one because it came from a free kick. Yeah. And just before it was crossed in, and there was a bit of a, I wouldn't say there was a fight, but there was a bit of a kind of pushing and shoving match going on mm. uh, with both teams before the free kick. And that seemed to kind of, like I said, Coventry defended very well. Yeah. And it, they just seemed to lose their focus a bit because of the, the kind of pushing and the shoving. Yeah. Um. And once once they lost their focus, then it was kind of hard them to get that back. Yeah. Um. her though, but Burnley escaped with the win, and it's a big win for them. Like say, because you know that's what now sixteen point gap or whatever we said yeah, between. It's just, it's just sixteen points we were saying between them and third place Watford. Yeah,
1: sixteen. Yeah, I
0: mean that's that's a massive gap with sixteen games to go. It's
1: just the way the season goes when you have your luck, you be your luck.
0: Yeah. Um. And no one was sure how company would do.
1: Yeah. Uh, um, big test did, in the next season.
0: You know, obviously a brilliant player. Did pretty well in Belgium as a manager. I wouldn't say he was outstanding as a manager in Belgium, but pretty good. Yep. Um, and he's playing, never in, really,
1: he's playing in a league similar to Scotland where there's two or three teams and that's it.
0: Yeah, never really been in the cha- never been in the championship. Knows what it's about. but And if he started, it has to be said, they were... Took a while to find their feet.
1: Yeah. And probably it. for
0: the players to get used to him. No, I think Paul, Colin, the, the yeah. Irish lad that they brought over from Andelek, um has been sensational for him. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. In the middle of the park.
0: Outstanding. Um, and it's gonna be it's gonna be nice, I think, to have a Burnley back in the Premier League next season who don't just try and hang on for point like the a team that actually play football.
1: Yeah, yeah. You don't um, want it's going to. It's gonna be very different Burnley for, to what we're used to. Looking for draws and one 0 victories.
0: Yeah, and you can see what happens if you do kind of come up and try to play football. And full up, we and see Fulham. Are, Fulham are exactly. I mean, Fulham are going for the Champions League.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. Yeah. I mean, you know, obviously, I'm missing. They're they're not going to end up there, but there's they're certainly battling for European spot at the minute.
1: Yeah, they're playing very well. Um, playing
0: very well. You look at team like Leeds, who could end up going down again this season, but um, they went up and they were like, "Look, we're just going to keep playing the same way we played all the time," and they've stayed in the Premier League the last few seasons. Exactly. Uh, so, it's yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how they do. Sheffield United, for me, are the, the kind of surprise. Because they've been down a few seasons. They've been kind of decent, but not great the last few years. Button just seems to click for them this season. Yeah. that's A, big, um, a yeah. couple of one-all draws, then to talk about Cardiff. Obviously, we talked about the giveaway. late goal against Wigan, bottom side. Uh, Wigan in real trouble. I know they've got their uh, their famous manager in there now. But they're in a lot of trouble. They've got to start getting wins. Draws aren't going to be enough for them. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I, I, mean, feel, I
1: feel for them. I feel for them because I like him.
0: Yeah. I mean, they're four points from safety now. Yeah, um, They've got to start getting wins. Then two other teams that are down there, sort of Huddersfield, who are in the relegation zone, one all draw with Hull. Hull, like you said, could push for the playoffs. Hulls it, go the hmm. other way. They could be in the relegation fight again soon.
1: And again, they were so close to losing because they scored in ninety eight, ninety eight minutes. Yeah, um,
0: absolutely. But when I get into what was one of the games of the weekend, uh, which your dad will love because it pushed West Brom into playoff places. Yeah, and um, a wonderful comeback.
1: Yeah, uh, they've had um, to do it now. They've had to do that twice now in the last week. Uh, but these
0: were games they were losing early in the season.
1: Yeah. Oh, we're not one hundred percent.
0: I mean, they were 2-0 down after, what, 10 minutes?
1: Yeah. Um, and
0: they managed well. to turn around. No, Luton are having a very good season again. Yeah. And they're only two points off. Like, if Luton had won this match, they'd have been in the playoff places. Yeah, um,
1: that's how close There's still
0: only two points between West Brom and Luton, even after this. So, yeah. you know, I wouldn't say Luton are out of their playoff chances, because they look very good. Uh, and the first goal just seemed to give West Brom that lift.
1: 100 percent and I like second for...
0: half, they were really, really good.
1: Yeah, similar story to the FA Cup. Um, yeah, they were, kind of went down and they were losing, and then it's three odd. Yeah. but like the combat, the mentality is back because it was not there on Steve Bruce. No, um, just
0: wasn't one, and you know, a good goal to win it from Townsend
1: Yeah,
0: he was a good um, player
1: who had a bad reputation,
0: yeah. Yeah, uh, um, I thought Jason Malumbi again, an Irish player, got a goal. Cut up this one. I thought he was outstanding in the second half of this game.
1: Yeah, he seems to have found a groove. Um, really kind of holding their kind of fourth I suppose. Now, he's their captain. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Um, Luton will be disappointed with the Malumbi goal. I think the equalizer because it was a bit of a scramble in the box. Yeah. Um, I don't know what what like it's tough. Where do you go from as Luton when you're two nil up after ten minutes and you lose the match? I suppose if you're going to go two nil up in a match, probably doing it in the first ten minutes is not yeah. ideal because you've yeah, yeah. got eighty minutes left. Yeah, is and two 0 is a horrible lead, as we all yeah. know, in football because if a team come back to two one, they have all the momentum. Yeah, exactly. On their side. Like a two nil lead is is you know. Because You can be dominating a game 2-0 up, suddenly, you know, they they get a corner, you know, the ball hits somebody on the ear or something and goes in the back or they back of the go, net.
1: Or they and score halftime.
0: Yeah. And it was it was a killer for them. Um, but so I, I think they're gonna be okay. And I think having Dyke back for West Brom, if he can hit the kind of form he did for Barnsley a few seasons ago, um, they're gonna really be dangerous yeah. for the rest of the season. Uh, you know, and when you think about where them and Middlesbrough were when the new managers came in, yeah, exactly. I mean, oof, talk about two good choices, yeah, exactly. Um, and I, I'm happy for Carlos Corbin because he's been bouncing around for a while,
1: yeah, he, and he's you, always you been kind of the nearly man of the last couple of clubs. He's had. treated very badly at Huddersfield, yeah, uh, um, dude, that didn't work out pleasantly for him, yeah, and. Um,
0: um, He's and good. I don't know, how did your dad feel when Corbrand took over?
1: You know, he thought it was a good choice because they needed a a young, fresh mind in there. Uh... Yeah,
0: I mean, Steve Bruce has since retired from management.
1: Oh, really? I, I didn't know he actually retired, retired.
0: Yeah, I don't know if that's by choice. <laughs> or just every club in the world just messaged him to say, look, it's not going to happen. No, um, you know, he's retired as much as the manager ever retires.
1: Yeah, I suppose, yeah, exactly.
0: Uh, but again, a game of two halves. This one, but West Brom very, very impressive that second half.
1: Yeah, I um, think I think they'll be there or thereabouts in the playoffs, one hundred percent. Yeah,
0: yeah. And like Luton, like you said, I I wouldn't be too upset if I was them. they had one three in a row coming into this game. Yeah. And West Brom's defense had only let in two goals in their last nine matches, or something ridiculous like that. Yeah, nine matches or ten matches or whatever it was and Luton managed to get two against them in 10 minutes, so <laughs> I wouldn't be too like worried if I was a Luton fan. Yeah. I still think they can push for the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it's always disappointing when you go 2-0 up and you end up losing the match. But yeah. everybody would even go 2-0 up and drawing a match, losing a match is just a killer. Yeah. Uh, two teams that are kind of uh, you know, decent starts, but have kind of not done so much, but they're still not far off the playoffs. Also played a two-all draw, Reading and QPR, uh, who did have a 2-2 draw. Uh, I don't know what to make of either of these teams. Yeah. Again, it was a comeback from QPR, 2-0 down, did make it 2-2. I think it would be very, very disappointed. Um, you know, especially when Hendrik gets you two goals, because that's not going to happen very often.
1: Yeah, these two teams now are teams that I think are just going to coast until the end of the season.
0: It's tough, it's tough though, isn't it? Because um, like both of them, they're both only four points, they're level on points in the table. They're yeah. both only four points off the playoffs. It's not like with 16 games to go neither of them can do it. But they're just like you look at them every like month, say after every not even every month, but after like every four games yeah. they both seem to just be slipping down an extra place or two in the table. Yeah.
1: Uh, so QPR first for a long time
0: yeah, I mean they were running away with it. They looked amazing. You know, Chris Willock was firing. Dyke was playing well. I mean, they they were just looking really, really good. And then suddenly the wheels came off. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's a strange strange game because, um, Reading, who I think did Andy Carroll signed a new deal with them until next summer, until twenty
1: twenty four. Weird, um, Weird.
0: Strange. which is kind of strange. But there you go. Um. It's been a weird one for Reading, I think, this season because they, they were 2-0 up at half-time in this game except two Jeff Hendrick goals who, like, he just doesn't score goals. Yeah. Uh, let alone two of them in one match. Yeah. The uh, last thing
1: Reading need now as well is going to more Manchester United and getting hammered.
0: Well, yeah. that's it. But, like...
1: That's coming off.
0: QPR were probably the better team in the first half and they were 2-0 down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, It's a strange <laughs> one.
1: QPR, but William, they
0: they William, came back William and credited them William. coming back and yeah. getting the goals. Roberts' with the goals for them, yeah. uh, two Hendrick goals for Reading, two Roberts' goals for QPR. Um, yeah, it's a strange one. Jamal Lowe who's unknown from Bournemouth, uh, played pretty well in his debut. You know, if either of these teams get firing and put a run of wins together, sure they can make the playoffs. It's just they haven't looked like they're capable of doing that lately. Mm. So I don't know. Um. Not a good result for either team, really, a draw.
1: Doesn't help like yeah. like I said, like both these teams are just gonna be there or thereabouts now. It's not like they yeah. it's not like they've given up, but they've definitely not um the mentality to kind of push, I suppose, yeah. is not there. Um uh,
0: again a big one for Sheffield United over Stoke. Huge. Um Stoke, Stoke a team, team who are in real trouble. I mean, talk about teams but um, shocked when they sacked the manager when they sh- sacked O'Neill.
1: It was a, cho- a weird choice for a new manager. Um,
0: they're in real trouble of being relegated. Yeah. I mean, they're slipping down that table very, very fast.
1: Yeah. Um, it happen, yeah. Big
0: crowd for this one, like nearly thirty thousand people. Obviously, yeah. Sheffield United going well. Yeah. Um, so that so that's going to be good. Yeah, um,
1: so Stoke, Stoke are only five points off the bottom of the table.
0: Uh, yeah, and you know, like we said, if Huddersfield win that game in hand, even if Huddersfield draw that game in hand, say, Stoke yeah. would only be three points above the relegation, though. They're only four above it as its fans. Yeah. And um, I thought Alex Neal was a weird choice. Yeah. And I don't think he's good in this division. And he he kind of yeah. struggled in some, with some of that like last season. And I don't think this Stoke team suits him.
1: Yeah, no, I know they're not. Yeah.
0: Um. Like, Stoke's form has been pretty poor for a while now. Yeah. Uh, you know, they had their chances in this game. Like, you know, they could have got something from it, Stoke. They certainly had enough chances, probably uh, better chances in some ways than Sheffield United, but they're not getting the results. No. Like, it's all good to say, oh, we played well, but you're playing well and losing matches. You're you're going to end up near the bottom of the table. <laughs> yeah. um, it's one win in seven. Shocking. For Stoke. I mean, if that continues, they're going to be playing in League One next season. Yeah,
1: especially because Huddersfield are kind of on the way up. Um,
0: Huddersfield are on the way up. You don't know what's going to happen with Wigan. Blackpool are so unpredictable. Yeah. And um, they, you go, just to
1: don't... they go to Nottingham Forest with 4 <laughs> 0. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's
1: um, weird, weird, weird.
0: I just think uh, Stoker in real trouble. Yeah, if you, uh, if you look.
1: If you look down the bottom, the teams that are in real trouble are like even though they would 4-0 Rodram mm-hmm. uh Cardiff, yeah. yeah. and Stoke. Yeah. Three of those. Uh, I, think.
0: I think what probably on Rodrum's side is they've been in this relegation battle so many times. Yeah. Um because for those who don't follow the championship too much, maybe, or have only just started watching Championship. Yeah. If you think about the clubs like we talk about our Sheffield United, West Brom, Norwich, Burnley. These teams that yo-yo up and down between the Premier League and the Championship. Yeah. Rotherham are the team that do that between League One and the Championship. Yeah. Yeah. They're always bouncing up and down between those divisions. Yeah. Um, so exactly. they're used to this relegation scrap. So maybe that'll maybe that'll help them out this season. Who knows? Yeah.
1: Um,
0: in that one. Swansea with a big win, I thought, over Sunderland. Sunderland very disappointed in that one because they really had a chance to push for the playoffs. Not that they're out of it, obviously, but that was that was a big chance. And it put Swansea right back in the mix, I think. Yeah.
1: Yep, that's true. And Swansea. And, Swansea, you don't know what's going to come from them now in the next few few games. Um, no,
0: I mean, they've been going well. Obviously, the red card didn't help. Yeah. In this one. And, you that's know, uh, very early red card as well. Um. So, yeah. you know, they've done very, very well. Uh, I think it's five wins and nine or something for Sunderland in their last games. Um,
1: yeah, I, I've said that before have. this one.
0: Uh, Swansea's been on a decent run though. Uh, we talked about it before they played Cardiff, and you know, played Cardiff off the park essentially. Yeah. And um, oh, the two Welsh teams—they're just going in complete opposite directions at the minute. Yeah. Uh, um, and Swansea. Uh, again, I thought Russell Martin was kind of a weird appointment there But he seems to have got them playing well
1: Yeah, he seems to have kind of turned the corner after the kind of iffy starts
0: Yeah um, uh, Obviously Tony Mowbray, we know how good a manager he can be uh, The red card, I mean, you know There's not much else to say about this game Because the red card, effectively yeah. I know, you know they
1: still went ahead after the red card But still it did change the game, are you alright?
0: Absolutely, it's very hard to play you know, 10 against 11 for, you know, with stoppage time in both halves, you're looking at the better part of 80 minutes with 10 men. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that's very tricky. Um, not going to be easy for anyone. Big win, like, except for Swansea, it does give them an outside chance of pushing for the playoffs. I think, I mean, they're only three points off it, but it's not the being the three points off it. It's that there's a lot of clubs between them and the playoffs. Yeah. So they've got to start going on a very, very good uh, one. <coughs> A very, very good run now. Um yeah. Thunderland, you know, team with ten men did okay. Yeah. Ten um, you know, had a few chances. Um possibly should have had a penalty.
1: Yeah. I agree.
0: No VAR in this league, obviously. Possibly they should have had a penalty. They'll never have um, the never. No. No, I don't think so. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, it was kind of a nose. It was actually what led to the red card. I think, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, and it's a weird like. Sunderland should have had a penalty. Well, potentially could have had a penalty. Swansea mm-hmm. broke on him, and that's when O'Neill decided he was going to go in with a heavy challenge mm-hmm. on Colin, and uh, that was a red that, card.
1: Referees, so yeah. had the penalty
0: been given to Sunderland, I mean, the game changes in that like thirty seconds. It goes from potential penalty to Sunderland to you know red card far Sunderland. Yeah. Um, so the game definitely changed there. So the officials definitely, uh yeah. you know, cost them a little bit. I'm not convinced it was a penalty though.
1: Yeah, it's it was harsh. It was very. Um, oh, yeah. I think it would have been
0: harsh, but it's one of those where you've seen them given. Yeah. Like if that's given as a penalty, you're not like, oh my god, that's the worst decision in the history of the world. <laughs> um, it's it's. It's one of those where, if that was against my team, I'd be very disappointed if that was given as a penalty. Yeah. But I've definitely seen them given. Yeah.
1: Um, I suppose there's like two other games. Um,
0: yeah. Not anymore. Watford 2 0. Watford, good 2 0 win. Yeah, pushes them into third, uh, oh, yeah. mostly because of the, the results around them that they climb up to third. Uh, probably keep Billich in a job, at least until after the playoffs. <laughs> um, I suppose. Big news for Watford was uh, Toby Ademio, or Adiemo rather, um, seventeen years old, first game from Don scores goal.
1: Yeah, delay for him. Um, Can't <laughs> ask for a better
0: debut than that.
1: No, hopefully now it leads to uh, get a lot more because Watford needs yeah. needs need someone.
0: Yeah. And uh, Martins, their Brazilian came on, won a penalty, yeah, uh, which Sarah took away. And they're third in the league, which is you know, high up the table. Yeah. Like I said, they're 16 points off Burnley yeah. for the squad they have, it's pretty really disappointing.
1: And especially as well, like you said earlier, goal difference is like 20, they have nearly a 20
0: goal difference. We on them, yeah. I mean, they're plus five Watford, yeah. I mean, it's not been brilliant. Yeah. Should we say it? I mean, we were jokingly saying, you know, they've been on such poor run is gonna be sacked. Like yeah. um, but I mean it wasn't that long ago. It was like who who's it gonna be between Sheffield United, Burnley, and Watford? Because all three of them were very tight together. And now they're eleven points behind Sheffield United and sixteen points behind Burnley. It's yeah. not been a great one for them. Yeah. Um well, yeah. But good
1: win. Very good win.
0: Uh, yeah. Happy um. So yeah, At the Mo. Um. I I know. I said it was his debut. It wasn't his debut. It was his league debut. He obviously came on the FA Cup.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like his Reading. first start. Yeah.
0: But his first, his first, his first, uh, his first league game for Watford. Yeah. And uh, can't ask for a better start really. Um. Four minutes after coming off the bench, to get a goal. Yeah. yeah it's so uh, good.
1: Like if he can just. Start. If he.
0: Can uh, so hopefully we'll on. be seeing more of him because he looks. He looks very impressive.
1: Yeah, he looks strong as well.
0: Big, strong for guy that's only seventeen. <laughs> yeah, I mean he's going to be a monster when he's like twenty-two, twenty-three.
1: Yeah, if he could just um, more, so, now yeah. get him in the Premier League as well when they come up.
0: Absolutely, and then uh, someone put in a bit of like twenty million for him, and Chelsea will buy him for seventy, <laughs> and uh, and Watford will be laughing. Oh, yeah. uh, so only one game to go. And it was a, a one 0 not a not a great match. It has to be said.
1: Wasn't very good at all.
0: No, but a uh, a good win. Uh, force <coughs> with the goal and Ken, a player I can't believe that Brentford let go. Yeah. Um, I don't know how they let him leave the club. He's a
1: great squad player. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, I I really don't know how they let him, but you know a good pickup I by, thought by Middlesbrough. Yeah. Um, he obviously got the winner, but. At the start of the season, I remember we were talking about it, and we were talking about different strikers and you know different ages of people and things like that. Yes. And that for a team to do well, you need to be scoring goals. Yeah. And for Middlesbrough, um, you were picking out uh, Akpam. Yeah. As a guy that's never really lived up to potential. Yeah. And that if Middlesbrough were going to do well, he'd have to play well this season. Yeah. He's thirteen league goals. Yeah. He's been really, really good for them. Especially since Carrick came in.
1: Yeah, he's kind of opened the whole it's almost like the Ten Hag thing with Rashford,
0: he's like a whole yep. new, a new lease of life. Um and I mean he was like he didn't get the winner, he didn't score today, but he was brilliant. Yeah, he's just in hard. this game today. He's and, like, he's like
1: Jesus with Arsenal, he just works hard.
0: So so hard for the team. Yeah. And you have to say, um it's it's just the turnaround. Um, like you look at some other managers that come in that were like you know very very good players you look at Lampard you know you know I don't know like did okay with Derby spent so much money they ended up being broke yeah. and didn't get them up uh, sacked by Chelsea despite he was a legend and yeah. um, you know now he looks like he's going to get Everton relegated Yeah. Um, Gerrard you know, went on up to Scotland And like one trophy in three years there with Rangers, and that was because Celtic threw the league away by being terrible that season. Yeah, yeah. And comes down to Villa, doesn't do well with Villa, gets sacked, and then you look at a guy like Michael Carrick, who comes in to his first job. It's not a glamorous team that he goes to.
1: Yeah.
0: It's a team that aren't even doing well. It's a team that are in real relegation trouble when he comes in.
1: Yeah.
0: And the way he's turned them around. Um, I, I know, it, Vince, I know I, Vincent company is probably going to end up as manager of the year but Carrick has to be up there in the top three the
1: I know this is a silly uh, thing but like, do you reckon the area helps like he doesn't have to uproot his family
0: it probably helps him a bit yeah but I mean the thing is you look at a few of the younger managers and some I've always said midfielders make great managers and I know Lampard and Gerard were midfielders yeah. Um and they haven't been brilliant, I don't think. Um maybe they just started at two high clubs and didn't yeah. start down lower. Yeah. Yeah. But you look at someone like the job that Arteta is doing at Arsenal this season. Um his first that's his first job in management. Yeah. yeah. This is Michael Carrick's first job in management. I know he was in charge of one game or two games or whatever it was at United as a caretaker, but yeah. that wasn't a job. Yeah. That was just caretaker role. So, like for his first job in management and coming into a division that he's not been around for a long, long time, mm-hmm. um, I thought he, he the job he's doing is just unbelievable.
1: It's incredible. Uh, I mean, it's going to be very hard to pick who comes up in this playoffs.
0: It's going to be very, very tough. Um now, one of the things it is, like we said, Akpom is playing really, really well. Yeah. Um. He's doing really, really well. But they still went and got Cameron Archer in a loan from Villa, who's yeah. really, really, you know, tricky kind of a forward who I think is going to score goals for them as well. Um, Millwall be disappointed with the losses because quietly Millwall were lying like, at the table. I think they'd won four in a row.
1: Yeah, no, they might have they hadn't lost, lost in a
0: Maybe, Maybe it was that... three wins and a draw. Yeah. Um, but Millwall are only two points off the playoffs. Yeah. And, and he... you think of managers who have done a good job. Gary Rowett has done some job at Millwall.
1: Incredible, sure. That's why other teams are watching him. Um, yeah. there's a few teams. But I think on
0: he's one of those guys where he just suits the club.
1: Yeah, I know what you mean. And
0: Millwall just suits him. Yeah. And I don't know would he be as good if he went elsewhere. Yeah, did he play for Millwall as well? I think yeah. You know, he's nice connection to the club. He's, the fans seem to enjoy him, seem to like him. Yeah. Um, again, I mean, Millwall came into this game. They had their chances. They set up defensively and tried to hit them on the break, which they did a few times. Um, they'll certainly feel unlucky that they lost this one. Uh, but they, they certainly put up a good account of themselves. And, you know, again, kind of like, you know, the like Luton, the like the you you can't count them out, and yeah. that's where you know West Brom, Middlesbrough, Blackburn, none of them can start to relax in how well we're playing. Exactly. You it's know, going to be very, uh, very because once. because Middlesbrough lose at the weekend, yeah. and you get a series of mad results, they could end up ninth.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's true. At, at the end of the weekend. Yeah, it's changed
1: that quickly, though.
0: You know that that's how tight it is at yep. the moment in this division, and um, and you're talking about 16 games to go. Like you're probably to make the playoffs going to have to win 10 of those 16 games. <laughs>
1: Without a doubt, I'd say yes.
0: And um, and you know not lose the other six, but you know yeah. maybe pick up two or three draws. Yeah. Like you're looking at probably not losing more than two or three games in the next 16 if yeah. you want to make the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, that's how tight it is, and it's going to be really tricky. So will we have a look ahead to the weekend's fixtures? Um, because I think it's it's there's some really interesting fixtures a big up. Game on Friday night. Um, there is two games on Friday, which yeah. is kind of unusual. Sheffield United against Hull. So, um, you imagine Sheffield United will have too much at home given the form they're on. Yep. But Burnley home to West Brom. That that's going to be a cracker. Yeah, it's very hard what to call. <laughs> It is, all, and all teams are farm So you we know imagine. how teams like playing on the Friday night games in front of the TV cameras. Yeah, um, you know they love that. Yeah, it's a really, really tough one to call. Yeah, um, Burnley probably the favourites because they're at home. Yeah, and because of the run they're on.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, but they've been scraping the wins the last few. They kind of remind me a little bit of when Norwich went up the last time. Yeah, with a lot of one nil wins and a lot of like two one wins and things like that. Yeah. Burnley have been kind of getting a lot of those results in the last couple of months. Um, not blowing teams away necessarily, but just yeah, doing yeah. enough to win.
1: I don't be... Like I
0: said, West Brom are on a great one. So it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. I think that's gonna be a great game. You could have some goals in that one. Um, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if that's a, a two-one two win off. to either team or yeah, a yeah, three yeah. three-one win or a three-two win or something like that. I think there's gonna be goals in that one. Yeah. Um you know, and it would be great. I think it's one of those games where it's like you, for the neutral, you want, um, which I know your dad isn't going to be a neutral watching it. He's a big West Brom fan for those yeah, who, yeah. Who, who don't listen to us regularly. Um, but for, for us neutrals, in a way, goal early on would really set that game up. Yeah,
1: yeah. 100%. Especially because Burnley, oh, I don't want this going to be nil all when they, now we're gone. No. be tight, like.
0: It will be tight. And plus Sheffield United are playing like fifteen minutes ahead of them at home to Hull in yeah. a game you expect they're going to win. Yeah. And because make no mistake about it, the 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 ambition for, for Sheffield United and Burnley is to get promoted first and foremost. But they want to win the division. They want to win the league. They want to go up as champions. Yeah. Yeah. Um as much as anything else. Saturday's lunchtime kickoff. Norwich way to Coventry. Tricky, tricky one for I mean, they don't have to travel too far to go to Coventry, I suppose. Yeah. Um, uh, well, not too far. It's a tricky uh,
1: one. I I think I think Norwich you now on that run from four nil the other day. Yeah. Uh, we'll have too much. And, and Coventry are just
0: so good at home.
1: Yeah.
0: Or one or one nil or two one. Yeah, I mean that that that's another game. Wouldn't surprise me to see it go any other way. Yeah. Like it could go either way. Like uh, is what I mean. That one. Birmingham home to Preston. Preston just lost 4 0. Birmingham just lost 4-2. Yeah. Um. (laughs) Probably nil all, yeah. Or 1-0 Preston. Um (laughs) Blackburn Rovers away to Bristol City. That's probably not where Blackburn Rovers want to be going after losing 4-0. No. Because Bristol City, like you said, got their first home win in a while.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, they're, you know, a bit of a bouncer with them again. Good news coming out of the club about finances and things like that. Um, tricky one. Uh, Cardiff City, who we said are in real trouble, are playing Millwall. Yeah. Uh, Millwall are going to want the bounce back. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's it's a tough one to call again.
1: Very hard call, especially. Um, with the it's no one of manager. these
0: games where I think like a set piece wins it for someone. Yeah, like yeah. corner or free kick or something. I would, like that. I
1: would, I would have said Millwall, but the new manager leaving kind of yeah, it all up.
0: It does you just don't know what's going to happen, especially because uh, Q... I
1: think that they lead tomorrow before that as well?
0: Yeah, so we'll wait and see. QPR Swansea, uh, yeah, it's a tricky one. I, there's a lot of tricky games this weekend. There is, I mean, both teams again didn't have the best results at the weekend. Uh, QPR drawing Swansea, obviously, yeah, um, going well or were going well, um, so. Yeah, tough one to call. I think QPR at home. I just fancy them to get a win there. Yeah. I think they're going to go on a bit of a run again. Uh, I don't know why, because there's there's no evidence that that's going to happen. I just think that's going to happen for no other reason than I think it. Stoke at home to Reading again. Stoke can't can't lose. I mean, I'm going
1: to I'm going to say a uh, uh, result of the weekend. Stoke will win.
0: Yeah, I mean they can't lose this. If they lose this one, they're really in trouble. Yeah. Um, Watford. Who have been going pretty well. Uh, Well, they haven't actually. They've been going pretty badly, but they got a good result at the weekend. Yeah. And to push them up to third, playing a Rotherham team who definitely got the shock, possibly of the season so far, with that 4 0 win. Um, Watford at home, you'd imagine, be too strong, but you just never know a Rotherham. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, This Rotherham team have goals in them. They've had goals in them all season. They really do, look. And then Wigan.
1: Bottom
0: um, of the table against. You only Luton played on the other day, so. Yeah, um, tricky one. City trip for Luton.
1: Away trip, um. What all on Saturday? So we'll see.
0: Yeah, again, tough one Luton probably going to put his favourites, but again, weekend at home, you never know. Uh, then we do have a game on Sunday, which is a bit of a local derby match: yeah. Sunderland against Middlesbrough. Twelve o'clock kickoff. And um, obviously, you know that 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 could be fireworks in that one. And um, I know it's not quite as big as Newcastle Sunderland, but it is still pretty much a derby game. Big, yeah. Um. So yeah, who knows? You you can't predict. Their, both teams are going well. Yeah. Um, I know Sunderland have hit a bit of a blip lately, but they are at home. There's going to be a big crowd at that. Yeah. You'd imagine. Um. The atmosphere is going to be great. It is a derby match, so they're hard to predict at the best of times. Uh, so I, I have no idea what's going to happen in that one.
1: Yeah, very tough.
0: <clears throat> it's a tough one to call. Good weekend, though. Hopefully, it'll be And then Tuesday, like we said, is Huddersfield's game at hand, which is against Coventry City. And uh, yeah, that will lead us into the last games in January next weekend. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's. Uh, it's It's been a crazy month, January, and coming up to the, after these games, and once we get through the weekend of the 28th, we'll do kind of a more comprehensive transfer roundup, and that, um, obviously, if there's big news stories, we'll talk about that on the next show, after next weekend's games as well, but we're not going to go through every transfer until the transfer window is shut. Yeah, that makes sense, uh, yeah. But, you know, if there are big transfers, we will mention them here and there, like Cameron actually one on loan, like we said, to uh, Middlesbrough and, and, and things like that. Yeah, yeah. So that's about it, Phil, unless you have anything else to, to add? No,
1: just, I'm just looking at, at the upcoming fixtures there. Um, a lot of them are going to have to change because there's teams still in the FA Cup and there's not...
0: It's just weird. Yeah, I mean, the FA Cup is going to cause issues. Yeah, yeah. Um, it always does. Yeah. Um, in terms of teams having games in hand. But there's some big games coming up the next few weeks. Um
1: yeah, that I, could have come, an impact
0: come, at the bottom and the top.
1: Come March, now we'll have a good idea what's the story, I think.
0: Yeah, Once you start getting into the, like, you know, 10 games to go, yeah, you you really, you know, it, it really starts to sell down a bit. But this season, I've never, never seen a table as tight as this. Yeah, it's
1: very close. Yeah. All I mean,
0: it's only really been the last four or five games that the top two have pulled away. Yeah. Um, but like you said, for West Brom, in sixth. Like nine points beyond from them is Bristol City in seventeenth, yeah, um, or Birmingham in eighteenth rather. So you've Birmingham who you know are eighteenth in the table, are nine points from the playoffs, yeah, um, and there's always one. We 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 say it every year, but it absolutely happens every year. There's always one from that chasing pack that just go on a run of wins, and will win six or seven in a row, and suddenly they're in the playoffs. And you'll get a team that just, you know, draws a couple, loses a couple, and they drop out, you know. And it's often a team that has been in the playoffs most of the season. Um, and Blackburn Rovers are kind of the team that are looking like that at the minute. Yeah. They've been the team that have been in and around the top the whole season.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. And are now
0: suddenly getting closer and closer to being dragged out of the, the, uh, the playoff spots. So we'll wait and see what happens. Uh, with them there but uh, yeah it's uh, it's going to be a cracking end to the season like you said if you look at that table how tight it is and Luton and Millwall with games in hand uh, which I think is actually against each other yeah um, I, think, yeah, I right. think Luton and Millwall's game in hand is against each other so one of them wins that they'd actually move ahead of West Brom and Blackburn yeah. in the table <clears throat> so it's uh, it's going to be an interesting end to the season like I said with the next five or six games we'll see where we are after that uh, and we'll see what teams can bring in in January because that is going to make a difference. Big time. Um, usually lone players that come into championship in January. Um, so we'll we'll wait and see what happens there. Um, so we will leave it there, will we, Phil? And we'll be yep. back again after next weekend's game. Ho- hopefully Sunday night. Uh, hopefully Sunday night we'll be, all we'll be well back. Again. Yep. Yep. All going well, exactly. So uh, thanks everyone again for the patience. Apologies. We're not having a show in a while, but I was literally too sick to be able to, to do a podcast and um, unless it was a, a special on, on coughs and coughing because that, <laughs> that's pretty much all I've been doing for the last month. Um, so thanks everyone for sticking with us, for listening to us, and we'll be back with you again next weekend.
1: Cheers.